Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you're having an absolutely awesome day today. Hope you're having a wonderful new year on this gorgeous Monday, and we've started off 2022 strong now. A lot of stuff going on down here at Health Masters, and we're doing the best we can to take care of everybody with the truth and the news and the highest quality supplements. And I've gotten a lot of emails over the weekend. I was in the office here trying to get caught up on everything from the weekend. And, you know, at this time of the year, I always get a lot of emails with people that are wanting to do, you know, the New Year's resolutions and they're going back in the gym and they're doing all these different things. And a lot of them always ask, hey, I'm trying to basically get back into shape. I want to basically lose some weight. You know, I try to do this at least once a year and kind of, you know, carry it on through the year. And I say, hey, it's not that difficult. It's fairly easy if you can get it dialed in. And so I want to go over a few key things starting off this morning just to kind of answer all these emails and clarify them. And I can do it on the show at one time and make it much, much simpler. I'm pretty much the top five things, top six things you can do to really – boost your metabolism, and help burn body fat in the beginning of this year to kind of get back in shape while retaining lean muscle tissue. Because remember, if you start losing weight and your goal is to lose weight, your goal can't be just, I want to drop all this weight and not worry about overall health and overall muscle tissue. Because if you don't eat enough protein or you don't exercise, there's certain things I'm going to talk about here. You can start losing excessive weight, but you can also start losing excessive muscle, which that's not the same as losing body fat. So if the goal is to maintain healthy body composition, reduce your body fat, and maintain lean muscle tissue, that's the best overall goal. And one of the first things, and you guys know I tell everybody this on a repeated basis, you have to make sure you're doing some type of resistance training during the week. At the very minimum, three to four times per week. If you can go to the gym, go to a gym. If you can get gym equipment at your house or you can get certain things at your house, do that. I mean, a couple sets of dumbbells, a pull-up bar. There's a few different things, whatever is in your category that you are capable of doing. It's usually, it's usually much easier if you can do it at your house. But if not, get to a gym. Also, too, getting fasted cardio in if you can physically do it. This is something that I've always used as a staple whenever I've been leaning down when I used to compete in bodybuilding and so forth. And pretty much what I would do is first thing in the morning on an empty stomach, wake up right in the morning, I'd make about 20, 25 ounce glass of water and I'd throw a scoop of the muscle blast we have in it. That's the amino acid formula. And I do anywhere between 10 to 20 minutes of fasted cardio. Now, with that cardio for me, I would do stationary bicycle, basically the one that had the chair where you kind of sit back. You're not in there to try to win a marathon. You're not in there to get your heart rate through the roof. You're not in there to be, you know, dripping sweat within five minutes out of breath like you're trying to sprint. Low intensity, fasted cardio, getting your heart rate up. And what happens is your blood sugar and your glucose and your glycogen are all through the floor. So when you start doing fasted cardio like that first thing in the morning, your body pretty much almost immediately goes in the fat-burning mode because it doesn't have any stored energy, essentially, that you've been eating to run off as fuel anymore. While you're drinking the muscle blast, that helps to maintain and prevent your body from going catabolic because it has really, really high amounts of the amino acid formula that keep your muscle tissue from basically being used as fuel without having any calories going into your stomach. That's one of the first things you can do. The second thing is get your diet in check. Obviously, we all know that. 
But a lot of times it's hard to do that. And now after New Year's and Christmas and Thanksgiving, now we're at a point now where a lot of people aren't going to be having big you know, meals and big family and all kinds of stuff coming over and always making sure you're trying to get the exercise in combination with the resistance training and with around at least five to six meals a day. That's usually the overall goal. If you can do that, that's good. If not, try to get to that as close as you can, but making sure you also have the caloric intake where it needs to be and also where you need to have your your basically your combination of calories from fats, carbohydrates, and protein. I know some people have had good success with doing the keto diet in cycles. That's where you eat basically healthy fats with healthy protein and, you know, small amount of vegetables where you basically you have pretty much zero, zero essential carbs in the diet as far as heavy carbs. That can work effectively if you do it correctly. However, one thing about that is it always has a tendency to plateau over an extended period of time. So you kind of have to run that diet as a cycle. And it can be effective doing that way, but you also have to make sure you do it properly. I remember I talked to somebody years ago, and they were telling me how they had dropped like 10 pounds now in the past month, and they've been doing keto. And I asked them, I was like, well, what, you know, what, what's the deal? He's like, well, it's great. It's like, I can eat anything I want as long as it doesn't have any carbs. I said, you can eat anything you want. He goes, yeah, I can eat anything I want. He's like, so the other day, you know, we ordered a big old pepperoni cheese sausage pizza. And so what I did was I just scraped all the cheese and all the sausage and all the pepperoni off of it. And so I ate like half the pizza, but I didn't eat any carbs. I said, well, yeah. I said, you, you, you got the kind of concept down with the fats and proteins. I said, but, but I said, if you keep doing that on a regular basis, I said, your cholesterol is going to go through the roof and your blood's going to turn to sludge. I said, you can't eat that level of saturated fats and meat fats and cheese fats and not have any type of significant, you know, fiber in your diet, not to mention that's just too much fat. He's like, well, it's been working. I said, yeah, it's been working. He says, you don't have a heart attack doing it. And so I kind of helped him in the right direction and getting a little bit better. So, again, there's multiple options, but making sure you're keeping the calories in each meal, five or six meals a day, in the range that they need to be in. A lot of times for most people, that's going to be anywhere from, you know, three to four to 500 calories today, depending on your current body weight and what your current goals are. So that's one. We have lots of different stuff on the website in detail if you want to read about that. The next, the third one that's super important, you have to drink water. I cannot stress that anymore. You have to drink large amounts of water all day, at least half your body body weight and fluid ounces. Very simple. You weigh 200 pounds, you need to be drinking at least 100 ounces of water per day every single day. This is crucial. When you start burning body fat, when your body starts going in and getting in better shape and you start building muscle tissue, you have increased amount of waste that goes to the body. The kidneys have to filter it. The only way the kidneys can filter it is they have to have adequate fluid to flush all the toxins out, including the extra fat. Also, too, it's important to keep your blood viscosity where it needs to be because if you're eating more meals a day, you're eating more protein a day, you've got to make sure your blood stays thin. You can also throw in the vitamin E for that formula as well to help out with blood viscosity. Also, too, number four is you've got to cut out the refined starches as far as the sugar, the potatoes, fruit juices, anything that's going to cause a significant spike in your blood sugar, you pretty much have to drop it. And that's where one of the concepts of the keto diet does hit it correctly when you're able to go in and you pretty much cut out all those carbs because carbs spike insulin. Insulin is a storage hormone. Insulin is going to make you store body fat. One of the worst things you can eat is a low-protein, high-fat, 
high carbohydrate meal. That's like the worst because not only are you going to be eating copious amount of calories to spike your blood sugar, you mean a bunch of fat that basically now your body is going to have to process and probably store, and then you don't have any protein to even maintain muscle tissue or to slow down the digestion and breakdown of the carbohydrates. So very, very important there. Also, too, on the flip side of that, you don't want to be eating fat-free meals. The fat a lot of people saw back in the 90s, oh, everything's fat-free, fat-free. No, fat-free is not something you ever want to go within a meal. You always, always, always want to have some type of healthy fat, whether it's some added avocado oil on top to whether you're cutting up a couple you know, boiled whole eggs. Whatever it is, you want to make sure you're adding some healthy fats to that diet. The fat helps keep you full by slowing down the digestive process. Good fat is necessary to burn fat. I'll repeat that. Healthy, good fat is necessary to burn fat. Plus, the body and many of the metabolic processes it uses, it needs fat. So it's very, very crucial there because a lot of times people don't realize when you start going on some of the low-carbohydrate, high-protein, low-fat diets, which that's more of something that if anybody's ever done that, going right up into a like a bodybuilding contest, you know, a week or two out, you kind of start doing that at first. You basically, you start getting real lean, real hungry, and you don't feel good. There's a reason why. Your fat's low, your carbs are low, and your protein's high. This is only have a specific look you're going for. This is not something you ever want to do on a regular basis for overall health because, quite frankly, it's not healthy. And you're ravenously hungry all day long. You can eat a really big protein meal, say with like fish and green beans with a little bit of oil on top. And within 45 minutes to an hour, you're starving again. So you got to make sure you're getting good fats like um, uh, fresh, fresh-caught salmon, Atlanta salmon, not the wild stuff. That's got good fat in it as well. Eggs are also awesome. Also, another thing that you can start throwing in is the cinnamon extract. The cinnamon extract helps out significantly with maintaining healthy blood sugar levels, which, again, controls insulin. That's another really good one you can use, and you can stack it with the HGH Stimulate and the Muscle Blast when you work out, that can also give you better pump, better blood basically circulation, and also help out overall with basically maintaining muscle tissue while you're exercising and doing cardio. So that's kind of the top five things there that I recommend. If people want to do, you can get right into that. It's something you can start today. Very easy, very simple, not complicated. Lay it out. Write down your goal. Write down what you're trying to lose. You have to write that down. I mean that sincerely. Everything I did when I was training, I always wrote it down. I always wrote down as far as my training days, what I was working on, what I was eating, my calories. Now, it doesn't mean you have to be there so exact where you're wearing stuff down to the gram. I know a lot of people get into that. But you need to at least set your overall goals of what you want to hit this week and two weeks and four weeks and six weeks and eight weeks and how you plan on doing it. Once you set the goal out, you can look at it. You can basically lay out your plan, and you can implement it immediately. So, again, I encourage people, if that's you, if you're trying to get back in shape this 2022 and really start it off strong, that's some really, really good tips you can use to get back in shape. And we also have all this on the website at healthmasters.com if you want to read about it more in detail, all for free and articles all over the page. You can turn the search bar, type in body fat. You can type in fat burning. Type in whatever you want. It'll pull it up, and you can read it in detail. But I want to get that out there. What do you think about all that, Dad? And Happy New Year to you as well. 
Happy New Year, all. Happy New Year to all the listeners. I'm so blessed to be part of y'all's family. I was just praying for you this morning, and I just thank God again for you guys. And I really want to thank all of you who support Health Masters. And you know, with a special prayer this morning, I actually prayed a special prayer for all of you, all of you who support Health Masters and get your toothpaste and your deodorants and all the other things from us. And it, it means the world to us. And you think, well, that's silly, Ted. You want us to buy toothpaste from you? Well, yeah. You, know, you use toothpaste, don't you? <laughs> That's what I guess you do. It's part of the show. You know, I, this weekend I had somebody contact me, and they wanted me to start uh, charging for the archives. They said, you know, you're giving all the stuff away for free. You need to start charging for people to listen to the show. And I said, no, I don't want to do that. I said, I don't want to do that. I want to reach as many people as I possibly can. And they said, well, you pray for the listeners even if they don't support you. And I said, well, I do, yeah. Now, this morning I prayed an extra prayer for those of you who do support us, and I want you to know that. And I thank you for that. But I'm going to do the best I possibly can to keep the overhead covered with you guys for as long as we possibly can without having to charge for archives. I don't want to do that. I'd rather reach as many people as I possibly can. And then if people start listening to this show and they like the show and they want to support us, I was walking, doing a walk yesterday, a three-mile walk around the block. And we ran into a guy. He had cut his hand a few months back, and we started talking to him. I told him how to use some Manuka honey to help heal it. And uh, we talked to him, and he said, oh, I've been listening to your show every day. It's great. I said, well, thank you so much. And it means the world to me when you guys listen. It really does. And I want to thank you because it makes you part of our family. Now, let me give you some little, little formulas here real quick. What you want to do is you want to take your, your weight that you want, your ideal weight, and you want to multiply it by 10. Let's say I want to weigh 180 pounds. That would be 1,800 divided by 6. That's six 300-calorie meals per day. That's how you make it happen. So no matter what, whatever the weight is, ladies, if you want to weigh 120, you times it by 10, you divide it by 6, that's six 200-calorie meals per day. Now, also with the waters thing, you have to drink half your body weight in fluid ounces. So if you weigh 200 pounds, you drink at least 100 ounces of water a day. That's really, really important because, like Austin said, when you start you know, using ketogenic diets or Atkins diet or whatever you want to call them, you end up in a situation where the blood gets a lot thicker. You know, because of the urea levels, the proteins. And, and you've got to make sure that you don't get blood sludge. You've got to be able to pump the blood with your heart without overloading your heart. That's why so many people, they go on these high-protein diets, they end up with heart attacks. And they end up dying because their body can't handle the sludge. Their heart can't handle the sludge. You've got to keep your water levels really high because it keeps the blood thin. Remember, the blood is primarily water. And you've got to keep it that way. Now, Austin was, was talking about how you don't want to elevate insulin levels, and he's absolutely right. High-carbohydrate meals by themselves without any kind of fat or protein will elevate your insulin. That will cause that, those extra calories to be stored as body fat. You want to release a hormone called glucagon. The glucagon burns body fat, and that's what you release when you're doing fasted cardio. When you're doing cardio in the morning on an empty stomach, be careful, though. If your blood sugar is too low or you've got an issue with blood sugar levels or diabetes or anything else, you start you know, messing with your blood sugar first thing in the morning on an empty stomach, you can get dizzy from it. Be very, very careful with that, but it will release glucagon, which will help to burn body fat. Austin's right about the supplements, CLA, HGH stimulate, vitamin C, multiple E, D3, K2, MCT oil, cinnamon extract, all really important. Now, one other thing I want to cover with you guys this is really important. It's low blood sugar headaches and high blood sugar headaches. I see a lot of people, they shift their diet. And they start just eating fruit with one meal and they end up with headaches. And the reason that happens, if you have headaches in your temple, it's because your blood sugar, in many cases, is running too high. And, and your body says, oh, my gosh, my blood sugar is too high. You end up with a headache. And you're like, wow, what the heck's going on? You know, I'm eating better than I've ever eaten before. I'm eating fruit and I've got a headache. Okay. Same thing happens 
if the blood sugar goes too high and you have an insulin response, in many cases you'll have a curve. It'll go up and drop back down. Then you get hypoglycemia, and then you get a headache at the base of the neck. You know, the, you know, at the top of the spine, it's an unbelievably horrible headache. And you you get on this blood sugar roller coaster: high sugar, low sugar, high sugar, low sugar. And that's basically a type of hypoglycemia, which almost always ends up in adult onset diabetes. And so you got to be really, really careful with that. You've got to stabilize your food, and Austin's right. Now, what I, here's what I do in the morning. This is, this is what I do. You do what you want to do, but this is what I do. Every morning I get up, I have three eggs, three organic eggs cooked in organic butter. That's what I put on my stomach first thing in the morning. That doesn't spike insulin at all, at all, all right? And what it does, it allows my blood sugar to stabilize very, very quickly because it allows food to be processed in my body that's not spiking blood sugar. And then what ends up happening is I feel pretty good for the show. If I go out and have a bunch of pancakes, which I don't ever do, you know, or if I drink juice like orange juice first thing in the morning, within 20 minutes, I want to go take a nap because my blood sugar spikes. It drops. I'm hypoglycemic. I'm very tired. I go lay down. I don't do that. Now, for lunch, I'll have chicken and vegetables. I've told you guys that. Or or I can have salmon, you know, the, the, the wild-caught Alaskan salmon or vegetables. And, and, but but I do always try my best to combine fruit – I'm sorry, vegetables with, with protein with fat. And I will cook these, you know, vegetables in olive oil, or you can use coconut oil, or you can use avocado oil, or you can use butter. And what you do is you basically keep your fat levels up, and if you have to basically eat a meal that you can't really get any good fat, take a couple of capsules of cod liver oil. That'll work really well too because that'll help slow down the digestion because fat slows down the digestion process. If you've got issues with uh, you know fungal problems or you've got issues with itchy problems or skin issues, uh, take some black seed oil before you go to bed at night, and you know I recommend you put that in with some pomegranate juice because it tastes awful. Not, I can't even try to pretend like it doesn't taste awful because it's horrible. And the, but when you use, mix it with organic pomegranate juice, it really stabilizes the taste and it stabilizes the blood sugar coming in from the pomegranate juice, and, and it really helps to get rid of a lot of issues like that. So those are some of the hints that we want to give you for the New Year's. And guys, listen to me. Austin's right. Monitor your weight. Monitor your diet. If you come to the house, I'll take you to the gym. And, and what I'll do is I'll show you a chart that I have in the gym that literally gives you my body weight for the last years. And it tells you exactly what I weigh that day, exactly what I'm working out that day, and exactly what day of the week that is. And that way I can keep track of my workouts and I keep track of my weight. And if my weight goes up a little bit, I immediately check it and I drop back the caloric intake, do some more cardio, and just don't eat as many meals or whatever I need to do to bring the weight back down. And that allows me to monitor my body weight and not spike up and gain 20 or 30 pounds. If every day you're writing your weight down, you realize, gosh, I'm up a pound. I got to drop it back off. It's easy to get it back down. It's tough. You know, when you're, when you're 10 pounds up, you know, it really doesn't matter that much. 20 pounds up, you better start paying attention. You're 30 pounds up. You need to drop some pounds. You're 50, 100 pounds up. You should have been watching that because it's going to take a bit now. 100 pounds is going to take you about a year to lose, about two pounds a week. And you can do it with this. But you may have to stagger the type of diet you're using. And that's, I, I, I too like the ketogenic diet. I do. But you gotta be careful with it. You really do. Because it'll get the blood too thick. But let me go ahead and cover a couple of more stories now on what the news is telling us. Uh, you know, uh, it, it's interesting. There's an article this morning that says, what if the largest experiment on human beings is a history is a failure? Wait a minute. This is a report from the Indiana Life Insurance Company. It raises serious concerns. 
And, and what it's talking about is what's happening with the ages of 18 to 64. And they're saying now the Indiana life insurance, the COVID or deaths are up 40% among people from the ages of 18 to 64. Now, think about that for a second. That's a huge spike in death. Now, the reason I'm saying this this morning is because we have warned you, you know, many of the doctors I've had on, you know, as far as guests have warned everybody what's going to happen starting this year, starting the end of last year. And they're using this, you know, Omicron thing as a cover for the deaths being caused by these vaccinations because of the lowered immune systems and people are coming down with the flu or they're coming down with a cold and they're dying from them. Quite frankly, and if they get sick enough, they go in the hospital and they kill them with remdesivir. And this is what's happening everywhere all over the world right now is we have a massive, massive population reduction in the United States and globally. It's what the globalists, Kabbalists, Luciferians want to have happen. They're culling the herd. Now, remember, I've told you guys, and it's important that they don't immunize these people coming in from Latin America and you think, well, that seems odd. Well, yeah, it does seem odd. It seems odd to me, too. I had to give them free houses and free cell phones and free everything else. I've got it in my own neighborhood here. And the reason for that is they want to change the demographics of the population of the United States. They want us to bring Latin American folks in because they're raised more of a socialist environment, and it's easier to push socialism and give them free stuff and bring in a communist one-world dictatorship using those these folks and creating what's called the mestizo race. See, they don't like having white people. They don't like having black people. They don't like having Hispanic people. They don't like people having an ethnic background or ethnic identity. They don't like that. They want everything to be mixed together so that nobody can say, hey, I'm from this tribe or I'm from that tribe or I'm from this tribe or I'm from that tribe. The only exception is that is pretty much Israel. <laughs> They're very, very careful about letting non-Jews come into the country and relocate. They want to maintain their ethnicity. And I always find that admirable. I really do. But the reality is, is the Rothschild banking cartel and the quote-unquote Kabbalists that are doing all this, they're headquartered out of Tel Aviv, <laughs> out of Davos, Switzerland. And this is the group that's running the planet through BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard because they don't want you to have a voice in your future or the future DNA of the planet. I find it very frustrating. You know, yesterday, you know, we were watching a pretty, pretty sharp black fellow, you know, with the Bucks get into a big argument tear his jersey off, get kicked off the team. Well, then you find out, you do a little research, a couple of weeks ago he got busted because he lied about his coronavirus vaccination status. Suddenly he's off the team because I guess he doesn't want to be part of the science experiment. And what we've turned into is a giant planet that's a Petri dish that everybody gets to experiment on us, but we don't get to ask who's doing this. We're supposed to shut up and basically pay attention and be programmed through subliminal marketing. Don't you remember back in the 50s and the 60s? Every night when TV would go off the air, they would play the Star Spangled Banner. You guys can look this up. I don't make up anything. And they would put subliminal stuff in, like obey the government, purchase stuff, buy stuff, the government is right. All this crazy stuff they would put into subliminal marketing when they would put the letters of the Star Spangled Banner. The, the, they would have you read along with it and just put in subliminal marketing in it so it would program you. It was all part of the MK Ultra mind control stuff along with dumping all the fluoride into the water supply. So now they've got an entire country of sheeple. That don't listen at all. I'm read you an excerpt from George Carlin. I'm going I'm to I'm paraphrase some of it because of the language. And he goes, but there's a reason. There's a reason. There's a reason for this, and the reason education is awful is the same reason that will never, never be fixed. It's never going to get any better. Don't look for it. 
be happy with that because they've got you, because the owners of this country don't want you to be educated. I'm talking about the real owners now, the real owners, the big wealthy business interests that control things and make all of the important decisions. I'm putting in there State Street, Vanguard, <laughs> BlackRock, the Bloodline families, the Sassoons, the Rothschilds. Forget the politicians. The politicians are put here to give you the idea that you have freedom of choice. You don't. You have no choice. You have owners. They own you. They own everything. They own all the important land. They own and control the corporations. They've long since bought and paid for the Senate, the Congress, the state houses, the city halls. They've got the judges in their back pockets, and they own all the big media companies, so they just control about all of the news and information you want to hear except for alt-media. And alt-media has become a major problem for them because we're out here telling you the truth out of that. They got you. They spend billions of dollars every year lobbying, lobbying, and lobbying to get what they want. Well, we know what they want. They want more for themselves and less for everybody else. But I tell you what they don't want. They don't want, listen, a population of citizens capable of critical thinking. They don't want well-informed, well-educated people of critical thinking and capable of critical thinking. They're not interested in that. It doesn't help them. That's against their interests. That's right. They don't want people who are smart enough to sit around the kitchen table to figure out how they're being hosed over by the system that threw them overboard 30 years ago. They don't want that. You know what they want? They want obedient workers, obedient workers, people who are just smart enough to run the machines and do the paperwork and maintain their drones and just dumb enough to passively accept all of their increasingly horrible jobs with lower pay and longer hours that reduce benefits in the end of overtime and the vanishing pension that disappears every minute you try to collect it. And now they're coming for your Social Security money. They want your retirement money. They want it back so they can give it to their criminal friends on Wall Street. You know something? They'll get it. They'll get it all from you sooner or later because they own it. They own everything through Vanguard, BlackRock, and State Street and through the high levels of Masonic Lodges and the Kabbalists. I'm adding that. It's a big club and you ain't in it. You and I are not in the club. And by the way, it's the same big club they used to beat you over the head with all day long when they tell you what to believe. All day long beating you over the head in their media telling you what to believe, what to think, and what to buy. The table is tilted. The game is rigged. And nobody seems to notice. Nobody seems to care. Good, hard, honest working people, white collar, blue collar, doesn't matter which color your shirt is. Good, hard, hard working people basically by modest means continue to elect these guys who don't care about them. They don't care at all about you, and they don't care about you. Now, I'm going to stop this because it gets pretty crude after this, but listen to me, guys. Carlin's right. That's why we have got to tell people the truth. We've got to tell people that the insurance pay companies are paying out with people dying all over the country now, up 40% from last year. We have to tell people the truth about what's happening with the vaccinations. We have to tell the people the truth about what's happening <laughs> With, with, the, with the supplements they have to take in order to stay healthy. We've got to tell people the truth about everything. Because, guys, listen to me. Without Jesus in our life, without Christ, we have absolutely zero hope. And th- th- we've got to get that. He came to deliver us from this 2,000 years ago and changed everything. And they want their old world order back. Because you've got to call him Jesus. He's the Lamb of God. He's the Prince of Peace. He's our counselor, the Good Shepherd. He's our Savior. He saved us from this. He's our Redeemer, our Deliverer, our Messiah. He's the way. He is Lord God Almighty. He is Lord of all. He is resurrection and life. He is the King of kings, for he is the Son of God, for he is made in the exact image of God Almighty. He's the third person in the triune Godhead who's omnipresent. God, listen to me, guys. It's so important you get this. We don't have to sit back and take this. George Carlin is right about the overall population and what they're stuck with, but we're Christians. George Carlin was not. 
We have the ability to stand our ground and to stand firm in everything that we believe and to know that God is righteous and we can continue to pray. Now, as far as this country as a whole is concerned, I hate to say it, 60 million abortions, 60, 60 million sacrifices to Baal, to Moloch, and to Asher, and to their weird hermaphroditic gods, 60 million of these. Now, the country itself is probably done, just between you and me and the fence post. It may take another 10, another 20, another 30, another 40 years, but they're not going to allow it to continue because of our Constitution and our Second Amendment rights. But we as Christians... Because we have the ability to go to God Almighty in prayer through Jesus Christ. We have the ability to protect our own families. And the end, and here's the thing. In the end, we win. We win because we never die as a Christian. We go right to heaven as soon as we leave here. We don't have to pass go. We don't have to go collect $200. We go directly to heaven. And see, and that's the thing we have to understand as Christians. Yesterday, I, I went to church. I went to a church of God. And I heard a preacher get up and actually talk against homosexuality and homosexuality in the pulpit and how people needed to repent. When people made mistakes, they needed to do what was right in God's eyes. When they compromised their lives, they needed to do what's right in God's eyes and repent. He was right. We still have a group of people in this country that are standing for what the word of God says and what Jesus Christ says. You know, Trump said a couple of years ago, I, Trump's son said that, that, that Donald Trump single-handedly saved Christianity. What a bunch of arrogant weirdos. He's the same guy who said that I heard from a conversation the other night with a top Washington insider that, that Donald Trump basically – how can I say this in a nice way – that Donald Trump talks in riddles and he talks in coded form. No, he doesn't. He's dumber than a box of rocks, according to the same guy that I heard speak the other night. He doesn't know how to communicate. He follows that Cohen guy, who that gay guy who was his mentor up in New York City. That's the way he talked. And he thinks it's cool. He talks in riddles. He talks in coded messages. No, he doesn't. He can't construct a whole sentence for himself. He's so stupid, bless his heart. And yet he's been put in front of us as the great leader pushing kill shots on all of us if anybody still supports him they're not paying attention to what he's saying he's not talking in riddles he can't complete sentence structure he doesn't have the iq to do it it's all a lie everything is a show it's a stinking show and we're all basically in the middle of this circus with a three-ring clown act going on in front of us and we've got to keep our eyes and our minds and our hearts focused on jesus for he's the only answer we have it's not some politician in a circus ring come on guys think about it Last night I spoke to another friend of mine who's a doctor. He's been speaking in these big rallies all over the country. And guess what the rallies are now turning into? Trump rallies. How about that? And I've warned people about one of the guys who's the top promoters of all this stuff. And I said, this guy ain't right. He's putting, and he's putting too many CFR members onto the speaking platform. CFR members are committed to a one-world government. Why in the world is Rudy Giuliani being asked to speak at these conventions? He was the number one hot insider in New York City with 9-11. Why is he being brought in as a speaker? Come on, guys. Think through this with me. Why in the world are they promoting this stuff? And why are they streaming this online? Why are they charging for it? And why are these promoters making hundreds of millions of dollars now with 25 million people listening to this thing on live stream? And yet they don't pay their speakers anything. The speakers are asked to come for free. Now, something is wrong with all of this, guys. We're being, again played and used through Hegelian dialectic to push a narrative in any direction they want. Guys, pay attention. It's Jesus that we keep our hearts and our minds on, for he is the author, the finisher, and the perfecter of our faith. And it's through him we can do all things, including standing against this tyranny. All right, I have a little rant this morning. Austin, what do you think, buddy? What's your next story? Well, no, you're exactly right. I've watched part of that whole interview with uh, 
Candace Owens the other day when we talked about that, and I was just like, dude, this. The more and more you see this, the more and more theater. And I told you guys how disappointed I was because the entire time after the whole uh, uh, rally in January sixth up there. I told you I was on the email list, you know, with Trump and everything. I'd been on there for a while. And it was like every single day, all I would do is get these emails from the Trump administration begging for more money and more donations to fight basically the um, the uh, theft of the election. I mean, I kept looking at it. I kept looking at it every day. I said, golly, I'm unsubscribing this crap. I mean, sometimes I get two emails a day. Fight now. Donald Trump will quadruple your donation." What? He's gonna. It's it's four times the points. I mean, it's, it's stupid stuff. Look at these emails. I'm like, dude, someone actually believing this? I'm gonna go hand him more money so he can ride off. I told this to a good listener and uh, customer came in the other day. He works in Tampa, and uh, he's right as adamant as I have been the whole time about mask and everything else. He said, dude, absolutely not. He goes, here's the problem that I have with complying with mask. He said, when we know. They do not work to cop basically to protect you from correct catching a virus and you still wear one. You're simply complying with a lie because you don't want to have conflict. He goes, now, if you truly think that if you need one and you want to run around in an A50 double can respirator with bio, you know, cans on it. He's like, all right, well, I mean, whatever. That's you're really concerned about it. Do it. That's your belief. That's your conviction. He said, but if you know they don't work and you've read the dozens and dozens of research studies that show they don't stop flu transmission, then when you wear a little blue one that you pull up and down above your chin all day and get it unbelievably filthy and contaminated, it's even much, much unhealthier than even not wearing a mask. He goes, if you do that to comply, you're simply going along with a lie. And it goes right along to the range of the delusional psychosis that I went into detail about last year. And there was a Another article from last year that I've talked about in detail, and the mass psychosis is defined as an epidemic of madness that occurs when a large portion of society loses touch with reality and descends into delusions. They're delusional, delusional psychosis. And the article was on December 22nd last year from S.G. Ching, and it discussed the emergence of the mass insanity. Then it went on to one part of it, and this is very accurate. It says – even when the statistics point to an extremely low fatality rate among children and young adults, and the young and healthy are still terrorized by the chokehold of irrational fear when faced with the coronavirus, instead of facing reality, the delusional person would rather live in the world of make-believe. But in order to keep faking reality, they have to make sure that everyone else around them also pretends to live in their imaginary world. In simpler worlds, the delusional person rejects reality. And in this rejection of reality, others have to play along with how they view the world. Otherwise, their world will not make sense to them. It's why delusional people will get angry, irate, and downright physical when they face someone who doesn't conform with the worldview. It's one of the reasons why you're seeing so many people who would happily approve silencing any medical expert whose views simply contradict the CDC guidelines. Obey the rules blindly has become more important than questioning if the rules were even legitimate to begin with. And it's exactly what we're seeing now. And now we're taking it a step further with what we're starting to see as Robert F. Kennedy now put out an article yesterday. And he was pretty accurate about this. This is interesting. He came up with He said, I'm going to tell you these three things you need to remember in this critical day and age. One, once government acquires power, it never lets go voluntarily. Two, 
Every power that government acquires uses this pandemic as a pretense. It will ultimately abuse to the maximum effect possible. This is a rule that is certain as gravity. Number three, nobody has ever complied their way out of totalitarianism, ever. Every time you comply, the demands will become greater and greater. We need to resolve here and now that this is the hill we need to die on. They have come for our jobs. They have come for our transport. Now they're coming for our children. We have an obligation as parents to protect them. There have been a, there's never been a government. This is really keen here when he says this. This is what really caught my attention. There has never been a government in history that's told its people, we're going to man mass children's sacrifice from your children and take risks to save the old and elderly people. It is always the other way around. The old, mature adults always put themselves at risk to protect the children and the younger generation because they are the future. This is an ethical issue. It is a moral issue, and it's an issue of character for each of us, and it's an issue about democracy and public health and maintaining the republic. And he's exactly right. When in history have we heard that five-year-old children need to be subjected to mass government experimentation from an RNA gene therapy shot that has virtually zero long-term testing because they need to take this shot in order to protect the, the people that are 70 to 80 years old. Because, you know, it's, it's, it's all about the, the, the adults. It's about the elderly. You know, we're not, it doesn't matter if all the children die. As long as we keep the 85-year-olds longer for the next five years or so, if we wipe out 30 to 40% of the kids, that's no big deal. We'll take that risk. If they all start coming down with autism and they're sterile, autoimmune disorders, cancer, all these problems, well, that's a risk we're willing to take with your children because, you know, the elderly need to make sure they can stay alive for a couple more years. No! Nobody's ever said that, ever. Not under any circumstances. And I'm not discounting life as one being more important than another. What I'm saying is you have to look at the quality of life and also on a graph curve on how much life there is left. If you're willing to compromise a five-year-old and the rest of their life and their ability to reproduce and their ability to live alive and not have cognitive disorders and health problems for the next 60 to 70 years of their life, and you're willing to risk all of that because allegedly somebody in their 80 may live longer if that child gets the injection, which is a complete and total lie, what in the world are we talking about here? Delusional psychosis. We've dropped right into that mindset now. There's no absolute any research at all to show that children need this shot quite contrary everything goes against it secondly there's no research that shows if children get the shot somehow the older adults are pro protected more there's zero that's actually a full-blown lie the only thing they blatantly said is that if you get this shot it may reduce your symptoms slightly where you don't go to the hospital because you're basically so full of spike proteins all the time. I guess you just kind of stay in a perpetual state of sickness. So when you catch COVID, you don't get quite as sick. You just stay sick 24-7 instead of catching it for a week. I guess that's kind of their concept because they blatantly said it doesn't protect you from transferring it. It does not protect you from catching it. So where are we going with this whole argument here? And again, it goes around in a circle. And again, now we're saying that we're going to start experimenting on six-month-olds to four-year-olds now. Pfizer's already gotten the green light to do that now from the FDA. This is a complete state of delusional psychosis that we have witnessed now. And this is far beyond any type of just blatant government tyranny and blatant government lockdowns. This is now a whole generation, a whole level of society that are so brainwashed and so brain-trained that they can't see what's going on. And here's the problem. Those people, 
It is what it is. They are on their own boat now. They've decided they want to tether themselves to this raft that's sinking down deep with cinder blocks on it. That's their choice. Here's the problem, and this is where my encouragement comes in, and this is what I really encourage everybody to do. After I talked to my friend the other night on, on Friday who came over here as well, this is the big part. If you know it is a lie, if you know it's a delusional fantasy, if you know it is full-blown manipulation, you have a duty to say no to this, a duty as an American, as a patriot, as a Christian. If you sit there and you continue to go along with the lie that you know is a lie while you're calling it a lie, but you still comply with it as a lie, you are just as compromised as they are. And I'm just being real blunt with you right now because I've had enough seeing so many people that talk smack, talk, oh, yes, this government control, I'm not going to, oh, oh, crap, I'm going sideways, i got to put my mask on. Oh, I, don't, I don't want anybody to look at me weird. Oh, hold on, let me put my mask on. And I'm like, what are you talking about? This time I was just talking to Steve earlier. He had to go to the Tampa International Mall yesterday to go pick up a laptop. I guess he came in for his uh, wife for Christmas, and they had to go to the mall and pick it up. And so they go to the mall. It's just big signs all over the mall, you know, mask required inside. And he said probably 50% of people were wearing masks. Well, then he got to the store, and the store was like blatantly, you have to wear a mask. Just the, the computer store. Signs all over, mask required, mask required. They have four security guards out front which it wasn't just for masks. Those four security guards were there because the massive smashing, grabbing, and looting has been going on out west, and Apple's basically trying to prevent themselves from being completely and totally you know, cash flow crunched because everybody just keeps robbing their stores. And so the rep came out, and they said, well, you can't come in without a mask. He said, I'm not wearing a mask. They said, well, you have to stand outside in this line right now with everybody else that's not wearing a mask. And he goes, okay. So i got to stand outside and wait for you to bring me my product, and we can do the transaction 10 feet away from the door because, well, that – because I guess that's science, right? That makes sense. So if we do the transaction here, I walk inside 10 feet and do the transaction. It makes more sense to put me in line with everybody. Well, that, that's our requirement right now. You have to do that outside. Okay, I'm not wearing a mask. I'm not going to do this right now. Just pick it up. Just give me my stuff so I can leave. And they got their stuff, and he said he walked around the mall. He said about half the people in the mall still won't wear a mask. And he said, but another half wearing the mask, eyes all big, paranoid, looking around, sulking in and out of people. Some of them wearing double masks still. And I'm sitting there going – that's exactly what we're talking about. Now, the people that weren't wearing the mask, I, I commend you. I applaud you for that. People, a lot of them don't wear the don't get the shot either. So again, there becomes this group now, this middle, this striking point between everybody, where you have to make a line in the sand and you have to stand up at some point now in this situation. You have to go. Am I going to continue to live a lie? Am I going to go on with a lie that I know is a lie? If you're in a delusional fantasy and you don't know it's a lie, well. You're not listening to the show. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> so, again, that's what we have to do. That's what's required of us right now. We have to continue to call it out for what it is. And that's exactly right. What they're doing with this Omicron is exactly that. They're going in now. They're spooking everybody in order to falsify the test again so they can run the case numbers up again of simply people that tested right down the road from us by the Yacht Club right off Lake Ariana. They opened it back up today, start testing, testing, line all the way out the road, all the way wrapped around already this morning. Here, 8 o'clock in the morning, line. Boom, everybody's standing in line already. And there was, I saw an interview the other day. They were talking about something that was out in, I think, California. And this lady talked about how, you know, it was really, she's really glad she went and got tested because she had a sore throat and a runny nose. And so she, she persevered through and she stood in line for six hours, six hours to get tested. And she tested positive. Well, what did she do? Well, she, she went home. She rested. You know, she rested for the week, you know, and, and tried to recover. <laughs> okay, okay. So your point being, what, what, what is the point in anything you just said? 
She sat in line for six hours to find out that she was sick when she knew she was already sick, and she went home and rested the same thing she should have done since she was sick. Okay, that, that made virtually no sense at all, but that's what they're doing. And now I saw another article out of Dayton, Cleveland area, Dayton, Ohio, Cleveland area, and the northern tier of Ohio and the Miami Valley in Ohio. They're now saying health experts are seeing symptoms similar to the flu and COVID, but patients aren't testing for positive for influenza or COVID. Charles Patterson, Clark County Combined Health Director, District Commissioner, explained there's no way to know how many confirmed cases of this respiratory illness are in the state since there's no cases to define for what it is yet. He said while it doesn't even seem to cause severe illnesses requiring hospitalizations, Patterson said it's starting to impact the overall health of the communities. He said people are developing cough. They're getting fever. They're getting body aches just like they would with influenza. He said we're testing for everything, strep, mono, influenza, COVID. They're testing negative for everything. While the Greater Dayton Area Hospital Association doesn't believe hospitals are reaching maximum capacity, he said they're going to continue monitoring and tracking this new infectious disease. Well, I can tell you right now. 100% certainty, because I've already talked to another doctor that was dealing with this out in Kansas City, Missouri. This is being produced by the side effects from the injection. That's why you're not testing positive for anything. This is the exact same thing my salesman buddy at the dealership down in Miami told me. The exact same thing. He's in the hospital every other week, feels horrible, respiratory problems, body aches, fever chills, run every panel of tests, every single thing on him, comes back negative on everything but sicker than a dog every single day and can't figure out why it feels so horrible, but it's not testing positive for anything every time he goes in a test. Oh, it's, it's a new respiratory illness that we don't know and we can't identify yet. Really? Are you really going to take that lie? Because I can tell you right now that's one of the biggest lies they've ever put out there. They know exactly what's happening with this. It's not because you're catching something. It's because your body is basically so infested with spike proteins and it cannot fight off even basic infections and basic viruses that is staying in a perpetual state of sickness, trying to fight off every single common cold and virus that it comes in contact with. Remember, you're exposed anywhere between 60 to 70 different viruses every single day. And our God-given immune system that works so incredibly well, in most cases, fights off everything without you even knowing about it. Now think about it for a second. If you didn't have that immune system and every virus and bacteria you got exposed to, your body went to a massive autoimmune response, just went berserk, trying to fight off anything it got exposed to. Hmm. Imagine that. That's what a lot of the doctors said was going to start happening when people got repeated shots over and over and over and over again. But, hey, it's Omicron, right, because people are testing positive for it when they don't have any symptoms. Guys, you have to get the truth out there as much as you can. This is it. I'm telling you right now, this is the year that everybody wakes up out of their delusional fantasy or stops complying with the delusional fantasy and pushes back. This has been two years now, and quite frankly, I've had enough of talking about it. I've lived my life. I've pushed back. I've been there. Every bit of resistance I possibly could be everywhere I go, and I'm vocal about it. Everybody has to start pushing back this year and take back this country for what it is because if this delusional psychosis continues to go on for another year or two, there will be no pulling out of it any further. I can just tell you that right now because too many people are going to keep complying until they actually will start believing the lie even when they don't believe it. So, again, thank you for getting the truth out there. What do you think, Deb? Uh, it's trench warfare. It's Tavistock. It's it's basically shell shock. Is what we're in right now. It's never ending, never ever ending shell shock, splitting people's minds, splitting personalities, making people believe in mass psychosis. Everybody's saying, please make it stop. This is starting year three of this crap, 
And, and people just, they're over it. They're conducted with it. They don't want to deal with it anymore, but they're not willing to stand their ground with it. They're not willing to step away from the fear-based mindset because they've been trained to do that now for the past two years. Oh, my God, it's another variant. Like you said, you see these people running around with these masks on, sometimes two masks, sometimes three masks. Their eyes are bulging out because they can't breathe. They have no O2. They're walking around unbelievably scared, and they're like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. And, and, and it's ridiculous. And it never ends. But yet we have silence from the pulpit in 90% of the cases. They don't say anything. They don't try to encourage the people. They don't try to talk to them about this. They ignore it because they're not supposed to because the Masonic Lodges are controlling the deacons and the elders of many of these churches. And many of the pastors are Masonic Lodge members. and They're being told what to do and what to say. And that's where we are. We've controlled the churches now with the past 70 years, same thing with the Catholic Church. And they've come into the situation that the churches are no longer a viable part of the communication in the United States as far as directing group think. And we have a group of people now that are basically the hardcore Kabbalist Luciferians who sacrifice was at 42 million children last year globally. Those are the numbers that we have through abortion. The largest death rate of anything was abortion last year on the whole planet. And yet they're the ones who are telling us what to do as they, as they kill us. Now, mind you, I don't have a problem with reducing the population of the planet. Do, do it through proper education. Do it through proper birth control techniques. Don't just start killing people like they're doing. This is awful what they're doing. Of course, they've got to get rid of the baby boomers, don't they? Because, you know, we've stopped having productivity in our lives and now we're actually sitting back as we paid some in some cases hundreds of thousands of dollars of social security and we want to have our social security money given back to us and they don't give us the money back they want to keep the money it's like carlin said they want to hose us over with that too they're going to kill us before they give us social security money their 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 fantasy is for you to turn 65 and die on your birthday and never pay you a penny that's what they want and they're seeing more and more and more of that because people are basically dying and these children are being sterilized with spike proteins and, you know, fear is the goal. Fear is this mindset. The Bible says a perfect look. Love casts out fear. The Jesus, we talked about this last week. The Bible repeatedly says, fear not, fear not, fear not. Fear is not of God. It never has been. He is the one being around scared all the time. There's a really interesting article that was a quote that was attributed to Solzhenitsyn. Some people say it's not him. Some people say it's him. I don't care. I like the quote. Here's what it says. We know they are lying. They know. They are lying. They know we know they are lying, and we know they know we know they are lying, but they are still lying. It's not going to stop because that's how they control the groupthink is through the constant, never-ending lies. And it's, just, it's, just, it's nauseating. <laughs> All right, let me give you some more stories. All right, here we go again. Remember when Bill Clinton got busted on the tarmac meeting? With the attorney general. Yeah, remember that? And that guy basically released it to the news. Remember that? Yeah, remember that? Uh, for some reason, Bill Clinton found himself in an unscheduled meeting with Loretta Lynch on the airport tarmac in which they discussed grandchildren and also no prosecution for Hillary. Do you remember that one? Remember that? Well, guess what? The 45-year-old television newsman who was the first to report of the secret meeting before between former President Bill Clinton and then Attorney General Loretta Lynch that was held on her private jet in 2016, has died of an apparent suicide. Wow, unbelievable. You know, I mean, this is unbelievable. Police in Hoover, Alabama, said they received a 9-11 call at 8.13 a.m. on Saturday of a person down at a home at Scout Trace. First responders arrived at the home and found the body of Christopher Sign, S-I-G-N, a former University of Alabama football player and veteran broadcaster and journalist with Birmingham's ABC TV affiliate. News of Sign's death, which is being investigated by police as suicide, was reported by AL.com. Guys, does anybody ever notice that the Clinton body count just doesn't ever stop? 
you think, well, are the Clintons really killing these people? Uh, no, I don't think so. Not at all. Now, they may have been involved in it when they were actually involved in politics and, you know, in Arkansas or involved in politics in the White House. But that's speculation, isn't it? But the powers that have put Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton as national names have invested a lot of money in these people as far as keeping them in the, how should I say, news cycle. And they don't want people going out and giving bad news stories about them. So they make sure they eliminate them as much as possible. And that scares other journalists and broadcasters not to talk about it. Unbelievable. A bunch of weirdos. By the way, Australia is finally admitting widespread severe injuries from COVID, Joab, and now is offering compensations to victims. What? But they locked them into concentration camps? Oh, this is incredible. By the way, a judge has ruled against the San Diego Unified School District's vaccine mandate, and Los Angeles Unified delays its mandate about forcing the children to be immunized with the COVID before they're allowed to go to school. Pfizer acknowledges the vaccine will now cause myocarditis in children and buries the data on one paralyzed child. Wow. Guys, listen to me. You got to stay focused on what we're doing here. Stay focused on the news that's the real news of what we're telling you on this show and other 5% of all broadcasters are telling you. 5%. That's it. The rest of them are all CIA Operation Mockingbird or basically, you know, beholden to their advertisers and they can't tell you the truth or they're just scared. Listen to the real news of what's going on. Thank you for your continued support of Health Masters. It means the world to me. And also, I thank you for your continued prayers for me and Austin and our family. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys so much. Happy New Year to everybody. It's going to be a better year than last year, guys, because we're going to stand firm in the word of God and we're going to beat this resistance. We're going to stop this mess, and hopefully we get Fauci out of the headlines get that clown fired. Austin, what do you think, buddy, of what's your next story, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Absolutely, and I, you're spot on with that. You know, last year we kind of had a very strange turn of events at the very beginning of the year because the whole thing that happened with the election and everybody acted like COVID was going to stop because of the election, and you guys know the whole spiel and the whole lie that everybody was told. And so now I think we've pretty much all realized, especially – especially with this Omicron nonsense now, that this is going to be a perpetual thing that continues to go into perpetuity if people don't start standing up and saying, I'm just not going to comply with the lie anymore. Because I've met a lot of people that know it's a lie. They say it's a lie. They know that basically this whole thing is being fabricated. Not that there's not a virus out there. Not that people aren't getting sick. Because I had COVID last year. I'll tell you right now, it put me on my butt for about four days. But the fact is, there's no reason at all for people to be scared of something that you may or may not get. You may or may not automatically be immune to it. Remember, usually about 15 to 20% of any test group or population in any time they've seen this in history is generally naturally immune to it in general. They may have an immunity or they may catch it and it's very, very mild or they may already have antibodies built up to it. That's just a fact. That's always what happens. And so to sit there and just lament about, oh, my gosh, but that's fear. As Dad said, fear not. Just the whole point of the media has been fear-mongering continually and very effectively. So, again, don't buy into the fear. Don't buy into the lie. Keep your body strong. Keep your immune system strong. Continue to exercise. Stay loaded up on the C and D. I've told people this repeatedly. I'm going to say it again. Make sure you have at least the C and D and zinc on a regular basis. If you're taking those even in a low dose and you start feeling the throat getting sore, you start getting run down, or you start getting tired, you start getting a stuffy nose, start hammering the vitamin C and up your dosage immediately the day of. 
That's how these products work so effectively. I've had too many emails where people call me up. Man, I've been sick for like a week and a half, dude. What should I take? I'm like, I can tell you what to start on, and it'll probably help a little bit. But my goodness now, man, the viral, viral replication is already so high. I mean, you're, you're infected with it. The body's overloaded. It's just going to do what it's going to do now. But when you load your body up with the immune system supplements from the very beginning, your body's like, oh, this is easy. I just got an enormous amount of ammunition. I got my belt-fed 50 ready to go, and now there's a virus. I'm just going to start shooting everything. I got unlimited ammo. That's how the supplements work. That's how the vitamin C works. That's how the D3 works. So, again, thank you, my friends, for the support. Thank you for getting the truth out there. This is going to be an awesome year as we continue to push forward because I think more and more people now have gotten to the point to where they are done buying into the lie and complying with the lie. As Steve said yesterday when he went to the mall in Tampa, he said half the people in the mall still weren't wearing masks, and everybody's had enough of it. Even if they got the shot before and now they're awake, a lot of people I've talked to have gotten it. And they go, dude, I'm not getting any more. I'm not even getting a booster. I'm done with it. You know, I had side effects from it. I'm not getting this nonsense again. We're not going to just stay shot up into perpetuity because somebody said we need to be scared. This is what their goal is. This is why we won't comply with it. So thank you again, my friends, for the continued support of Health Masters. If you need anything at all, be sure to check out the website, the product of the week which we basically, I let you guys vote on it every single week. That's how we started off on there, and it wins whatever gets voted. It's on sales. The Cortisol Buster helps out with healthy cortisol management, helps out with restful sleep. Check it out on the website, 10% off. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night, and we'll talk to you guys again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network. <laughs>